I'll go to cool.com. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday night, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. It will be Wednesday night at the time of the publishing of this podcast. I'm okay. Jick. I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. And this is going to be kind of an abbreviated show because we have to record two podcasts, edit two podcasts, and then drive to Los Angeles for IndieCade all before the stroke of midnight. Oh, no. Your podcast turns into mice. Has there ever been a villain called the Midnight Stroker? <laughs> there's, there's what, uh, Brom Stroker. Right. And he might Br- Brom Stroker, the guy that yeah. jerks off to lullabies. <laughs> Uh, that's that. Maybe he, maybe it's at midnight. Sure. Um, I, Kevin, would you say that Indiecade is your favorite Cade? Mm. I mean, Arcade is pretty good. Mm, yeah. Espa Cade. Um, oh what? Es- oh wait, that's an Espa Cade. Es- Escapade. Escapade. Yes. Okay. One of those. Uh, a, a, a Cadillac Escacade. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, okay. is the promenade. There's Johnny Cade from Mortal Kombat. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. There's Johnny Cade, the famous country singer who died a few years ago. Crade, does that count? Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, do you think that uh, he was actually working for uh, Mother Brain, or was he an indie Crade? Indie Crade, yeah. I'm sure he has a lot of indie cred. It's probably true. He tried to buy a house in the Hamptons with indie cred, and it turns out they don't take that. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, that's David Crade that I'm talking about. Um, David Cross and David Spade combined to form David Crade. It would be it would be funnier if there was a third David and it was Spade Cross something like the Uh, Cross product. David Blaine. Okay, David Blaine. (laughs) What is the Cross product of Blaine and Spade? I'm pretty sure it's pretty sure it's Crade. Pretty sure it's Crade. Okay. Oh yeah, Wesley Snipes. It's Snipes. David Snipes, famous vampire slash vampire hunter. Right. Uh, guys. Yeah, wow, that was a, an amazing intro. I'm kind of hungover <laughs> today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We drank some beers last night. Yeah, we went to Puzzled Pint. Did you continue drinking after Puzzled Pint? I did. Yeah, because yeah. you had a drink before Puzzled Pint, and then you had a bunch of Puzzled Pints, mm-hmm. and then you drank after Puzzled Pint. I'm, I'm a little puzzled about how many pints I had. I think it was at least four. That's probably true. Anyway, uh, yeah. not exactly firing on all cylinders, which bodes really well for doing a lot of recording and a lot of editing and then a lot of driving. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a good day ahead of you. Maybe we can trade off the driving. Are you, yeah. Are you game? I'm, okay. I think so. Until I get tired. Okay. Uh, well, luckily, we'll be driving late into the night, so there's no tired mm-hmm. available. We just have to avoid the midnight stroker. Right. I'm a joker. I'm a toker. I'm a fan of books by Bram Stoker. <laughs> My I'm, favorite uh, first edition Dungeons and Dragons monster was the Cloaker. Right. Oh, I was yeah. trying to remember the uh, the startup joke that I made last night, uh, but I couldn't remember the name of the company until a second ago. I guess it's Zenefits. Mm-hmm. And then I was I was proud of myself for saying, oh, you had a friend at Zenefits? Yeah, because somebody, I, my <clears throat> girlfriend, Amelia, had a friend, friend at, at Zenefits. Zenefits. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was not at Zenefits for very long. Okay. It's a terrible name for a company. I've heard it's a terrible company. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard that it's a bad place to work. <clears throat> it, like, universally from everyone that I've known or spoken to who's worked there or known anyone who worked there. 
Real mm-hmm. shit show is what I hear. Do they have uh, Do they have good benefits? I don't know. I think maybe they don't, and that's it's ironic. Okay. Do you guys want to answer some questions from our Kingdom of Loathing pod listener cast blasters? Yes. Always. Anything to get me to shut up, right? <laughs> <laughs> you read questions really well, by the way. When when you were not here and I was having to read questions, or when I was trying to read questions on the Twitch stream, it's a it's a it's a delicate art, and you do it well. Mm, I think I I think I do it too fast. No, you do it like that is great. Mm. Fast is good. Noko Noko writes. Will the bobblehead still be upgradable when Nuclear Autumn goes off season? As a newbie, it would be upsetting to spend these few months in NA and only get the upgrade uh, only get the upgrade halfway through, or only a few upgrades done. Though if it's still upgradable off season, it would seem unfair for senior players who will finish the upgrade or get many upgrades done on season. Also, will there be a ceiling for the upgrade? But it's probably a big spoiler, so never mind. Thank you. There is a cap on it. Uh I would probably not remember to turn it off when the season expires, and I'm not. I mean, we tend to stop giving you the souvenirs for finishing right. those things, but this is a little bit of a weird question. What if we just stop? What if we just don't give out? We don't give out new ones, but we upgrade existing ones. That yeah. sort of serves the best. Because it's checking a flag that we can't yeah. just stop incrementing. Yep. Uh, so we'd have to rethink how that whole thing works. Oh, right. We can't stop incrementing the flag because then the yeah. uh, people in playing it in the future wouldn't be able to unlock new levels of, of their the, of their bunker. of their fallout shelter. Yeah. yeah huh. Yep. Wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, yeah. So that'll probably be what happens. It'll stop dropping. But for people who have it, it will continue to upgrade. Yeah. Does that sound OK to you, Riff? Sure. Uh, Shamu says, hello, the video game hot dog Slack channel for KOL recently pondered NS15 for the listeners, making a run end at level 15 instead of level 13, and thought about the gap potentially being filled by the Nemesis quest and the Sea Monkey quest. Is NS15 something you would ever consider doing? Would existing optional quests be reappropriated as required quests, or would you make new ones if NS15 were to happen? Uh, the amazing Mr. Toothpaste wants to know if you would sink the pirate ship and make it part of the sea as well if you were to do that. He wants the Copperhead route to be more popular, I suppose. Thanks for your time, and thanks for running a great game. I don't... I don't think that... NS15 has gotten any more on the table than it ever was. Um, I think if people had been overjoyed by NS13 that we would probably do it, but that was such not the reaction that it definitely made us nervous about ever extending that even further. There were confounding factors, you know, insofar as it wasn't just extending the game. It was also like huge balance change, kind of foundational balance changes it's true um, you know most of which were nerfs um that's true it, yeah i i definitely wouldn't just shoehorn in the sea monkey quest because i feel like that's got a bunch of very not fun variants in the beginning and also like the sea was also pretty unpopular also confounded by the fact that it was not finished for a long time and there wasn't a ton to do down there. I did like that some people figured out how to profitably farm stuff down there because like people bounced off of it so readily that the people who did stick with it were fairly small in number. And so the people who kind of figured out how to like efficiently do stuff down there, which was possible. It just wasn't self-evident. Right. Um, were able to, you know, hang out down there and get some get some economic advantage down there where everybody floats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you have to constantly compensate for it. Yeah, you have to you have to mitigate your buoyancy. That's a 
That's an appropriate uh, Halloween mm. problem mm-hmm. to deal with. Uh, okay, why uh, why did Howard Stern's troll uh, commentator have trouble getting to the bottom of the swimming pool? Because of his baba buoyancy. Do ghosts have special weights that they wear to keep from just floating off? That's mm-hmm. why they have those chains. Yep, they oh, do. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah, okay, so that's a, there's a good tweet. Why do ghosts wear chains to counteract their buoyancy? Yeah. Although, how, how would you spell B-O-O-Y-A-N-C-Y? That's yeah, how you would scare guess, a guy named yeah. Yancy. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> and then, uh, the guy made of bees, uh, has to worry about his Beyonce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we should have put Beyonce in as the sorcerer's replacement and yeah. bees hate you. Oh, wow. Oh. Cherry J says, can we expect four other elemental books from the bookmobile in some indeterminate future? Or did we only get the spoopy one because it's Spookloween? Uh, I don't know. Actually, th- this is kind of C.D. Moyer's baby, uh, and there are no immediate plans for there to be like a cycle of these things. But there are plans to do. There are indeterminate plans to do more with it, and maybe that's what we'll do. I don't know. Who can even say? Who can even tell? Who can foretell the future? Not me. Sage Francis. Uh, what? <laughs> <clears throat> huh. If you just take all the saints and replace saint with sage, oh. they suddenly become way more cool sounding. Sage Francis is something. Is it? It's like the name of a band or something. Okay. There's Black Francis. And herb. <laughs> and herb. <laughs> like peaches and herb? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Phineas and herb? Uh, lesbian syphilitic spanker. Good job on that one. Wow. <laughs> uh, are the airplane charters going to be out of standard like the other items of the month, or are they going to be an exception to the rule? No, they will go out of standard just like anything. Um, That's why we did them sort of as tightly together as we did. Yeah, it would have been better if they'd all come out in one year, That's but... That's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah, five, five charters <clears throat> in one year. That's too many charters. Yeah. Uh, Noobsauce says, can you please add emojis to chat? A thumbs up and a poop emoji would be fantastical. No, and that is precisely why I do not want our chat literally being shat up. Did we, the pirate symbol is just a Unicode symbol? Is that how that yes. works? Yeah. I, I believe that the chat supports Unicode if we put it in there. Okay. In code, but the thing that strips out those broken high ASCII characters that will fuck up the formatting uh, strips out all Unicode. Too. What if they weren't high ass? Yeah, the high ass key, key characters. Yeah, yeah. I thought the key club was for like good kids. Uh-huh. But yeah. Uh, Cherry J says, after finishing the desert exploration in the MacGuffin quest, you stop getting the after combat debuffs even if you don't have ultra hydrated active. What is the ultra hydrated giving adventure still in the oasis after the quest when it's basically useless and only wastes turns? What's the reasoning? I mean, it used to work a little differently and we changed it and. Did we? I thought we did, didn't we? Didn't we like. Streamline, streamline it a little I bit. I don't think we actually changed that. We changed oh. the way the desert works, 
where because the desert used to just be like a bad zone if you weren't ultra hydrated it was just right. like a bunch of non-combats that were a bunch of bad stuff happening to you mm-hmm. or you find the hippie outfit <laughs> uh, but um yeah i mean that is less like a thing that we would do now i guess is just a, you know, kind of a turn tax on that zone. It's not like there is, is there, there's something that gets farmed in there, right? Is it drum machines? Oh, is it the, uh, to get the spice, to get the melange. Yeah, melange, melange, yeah. And you need drum machines from the blur or something. I think it's the blur. Yeah. Yeah. So that would make that farming cheaper, which is probably the thing that comes up that makes me think, oh, that's why we shouldn't do that. That's why we shouldn't fix it. Change it. Make it nicer. Yeah, I don't know, man. Somebody else asked me nicely. Carlisle says, uh, or Carslyle. Hmm. Guys, I just thought of the best anagram for Carlisle. Lyle's (laughs) car. Ooh. Uh, Slark Lie. Acres L? Uh, let's see. Acres L Y L. Okay. Yeah. Acres L? Lil Acres. Lil Acres. Yep. Sly Cooper. Crail. Sacred Lil. Yes, Sacre Lil. Yeah, good. You're not even looking at it. You're... I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to do it in my head. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, anyway, Carlisle writes, Is there any chance that we may at some point have more fox items in the game? I know a lot of people might really like that. I'd be down with that. I like, like foxes. Sure. Okay. Fleet, like, you fleet like foxes. You like and... yiffing them? <laughs> like what? You like yiffing them? Uh... You know what I have been seeing more and more of in San Francisco is couples walking around in, like, matching or paired animal costume onesies. What? Twice in a few days. One of them was at a Magic the Gathering event, so that's a little less surprising, but one of them was just walking downtown, like, on a Monday morning. Going to work? Uh, Maybe. Huh. I don't know. It... I don't want to be, like, the fashion police or whatever, and I don't want to be, like, you know, you should be ashamed of your identity or whatever, but, like, it's really off-putting. Uh, it, and there are certain circumstances where it, it makes sense and is cool. Right, like like cosplaying at a dragon con. Yeah. Right. Or Halloween. But in the same way that, like, it if somebody October, just, like, so, like, you know, let's just make everyday Halloween and then you can wear whatever the fuck you want. This is an offshoot of, like, letting your kids dress like fucking superheroes, <clears throat> like, every day. Well, but what if they have superhero underoos? Well, then they can be secretly dressed. See, that's the point of Underoos, is they can be secretly dressed like a superhero without, uh-huh. like, being weird and embarrassing in public. But I guess you're just not supposed to be embarrassed yeah. by being different anymore. Right. What's up with that? We're, that uh, we're down with conformity. That shame is the only thing that gave my generation its fortitude. Look at Riff. He wears a hat. Well, he is a dude with a hat. Riff, would you describe yourself as a hat dude? Is he, is he still on the call? Riff, did we lose you? Hello? Riff, are you just not talking because we're being mean to you? Uh, he is taking a bathroom break. <laughs> okay. Well, we should make fun of him while we can. Okay. 
Thank you, thank you for texting us, Riff. Vazraz says, anyway, we, the, uh, anyway, there could be added a sort by stat gains in the equipment page. Also, how about adding all the filters from equipment to the miscellaneous page? It takes a long time to go through every item when trying to buff for different services, slash fights, slash tests, etc. Thanks, Vazraz. Uh, filters from equipment to the miscellaneous page would mean that they would apply to potions? Is that the... Yeah, I'm guessing. There's not anything fundamental stopping us from doing that now sorting the potions yeah it's just there would be a lot of weird exceptions but that's been true of gear for a really long time and does how does how does cdm do that for the weird exceptional gear i think that we either try to just take weird stuff and like there's a bunch of things that used cosmetic enchantments because they had more than three enchantments on them right. back when we were limited to three enchantments, which we're not anymore. So sometimes it's like, well, just we make the old item use the new system, so then it just fits. You know, it just works with the right. sort and filter code. Um, that might be true of some effects, but I doubt it. Like since effects moved to RPN, everything is pretty standardized. Um, Although some things are strange. In that, yeah, like I don't know, does the inventory have access to the player object in that same way to like be able to query what your flags yes, are? Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay, player object is almost always inventory. available. Okay, it didn't. In some really old scripts, there will just be like a <clears> subset <throat> of the player table in a query because I was trying to like make it. More efficient. Get player, get player was more resource intensive than just doing a single query for a single field or a handful of fields that you needed. But like, as the tech got better, like the Do hardware you, got better, I just got lazy about it. If you're not changing anything, can you like do a get player and like hold it sort of in memory and then like reference it in the session or something? You could, yeah. But I guess things are changing that all the time. Things so can change that you didn't do, oh, which right. is why that's not right. How that works. Okay. Um, that's certainly less, that's certainly not anything I would ever do again if I were building another web game like this. But um, isn't that kind of, uh, interaction good? Like, I think a lot of the early popularity of KOL was due to the community aspect, people buffing each other, people helping each other cook things and stuff like, yeah, but I feel like somebody, if somebody buffing you just caused a thing to pop up on your side that says this person wants to buff you and you had to click through it, mm, okay. that, that, that would... It's, it's like the mailbox thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So you can you could still have the interaction. It would just be behind the scenes. It would be a different... Yeah. There would never be anything format. meaningful that happened to your character that wasn't like either secretly or deliberately a result of something that you did. I see. Um. Anyway, Leopard writes, will there be any... Oh, Leopard. Ha-ha, ah. nice. Uh, <laughs> will there be any more destinations from the Elemental International Airport? Those are my favorite items of the month by far. No, not from the airport. If we do more... Because, you know, there were only so many gates. Um, yeah. And we it's can't build any more because the gates bill would be too high. Uh, uh, I see. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um... Katsuba says, well, everybody's going to ask this. Tell us more about the bookmobile, pretty please. Yeah, you know, Gus Gruffy guy. <laughs> Sells a book. <laughs> Sells a lot of books. Um, well, a lot of one book. Well, but I mean, a lot of copies. Yeah. Sing a lot of meats. You don't just say, I sold a book. 
when you're at a bookstore and that people just bought 10 copies. Of True. But book. you do say I wrote a book. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but okay. But if you actually wrote each one out longhand, you'd say uh, I wrote many books. I, 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 I scribed okay, many books. Sure. Sure. Hi, Sam says Phil. So I've been adventuring in the sea again recently and was saddened by the lack of an underwater outfit for the tot, at least that I could find. Fix or hint? Thanks, Phil. People want there to be more outfits for the tot, but, mm-hmm. you know, people always want more variety than than there is. It's just the thing about people. That's mm-hmm. the thing about people is they want more variety than there is. Uh, that It's tricky because the tot derives so much of its power from the outfit, so it would have to be something that let it under like go into water and also had some other enchantment on it right at which point i don't know how valuable it is especially compared to other familiars that derive their power from their weight which is the traditional yeah methodology zen zero zero writes can we get an item that allows us to add a spoopy title to our username a la the actual reality goggles which add random cool titles to your name it would be fun to try to write a procedural spoopy name generator by just finding like syllables that were similar yeah. and replacing them. And then, and then suffixes like O-lantern. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. The dark whatever. Yeah, the dark whatever. <laughs> what was your favorite Magic the Gathering expansion? Eh, the dark the whatever. whatever. <laughs> Triffle says, why do you uh, keep re- starting random item events where only those online by chance take profit? This is one of the most unfair aspects of the game in my eyes. Well, it has to happen sometime. And we announce it when it happens. And if you're, if you follow us on Twitter, you could like, like, you can set it up like, uh, like Nightmare does. And anytime we tweet something, he just gets a text message. Yeah, do that. Everyone do that. <clears throat> I mean, I get that it's, it makes you sad when you miss something, but like, in order for the thing to have any value, it has to be a thing that not everyone can just get for free or equally cheaply, and if a thing has value, you're going to feel that lack of value from not having it, so really, the thing, the the only thing that makes it so you want it to be this way is that you don't have it the way that you would propose, which I also don't know that you have a good idea for how to do this without incurring the... I have a I have a very strange idea that we're going to try at some point in the future. Oh, yeah. And we'll see what the fuck that does. Yeah, that'll be super weird. Yep. <clears throat> I'll have the soup. <laughs> <laughs> Noobsaw says, did you guys remember to do the thing? Yeah, we did because of the French doors that F sent us. <laughs> Uh, Cheese Cookie says, yay, Jick, seriously, yay, it's a comment, those are allowed. Uh, Supernova Me is also asking if a bunch of, uh, if we can add some more costumes to the, to the tot and suggests a bunch. Um. You could forward them to me and I can look at them. I mean, but I also don't want to, to eliminate the possibility space of another familiar having some gear that would make it cool. Yeah. So. Zen00 says, can we get a training dummy somewhere around our campground, which we can attack for free to check our damage output and such? I mean... Like a 0-2 dummy with the taunt? Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> really... 
work though because you'd have to be able to like set its stats because your damage output is so dependent on what monster you're fighting we could let you do that yeah but I don't know man like letting people just do arbitrary numbers of free fights just makes it so every time we fuck up and make some benefit that you can derive from free fights it just becomes like an infinite whatever that benefit is that bug is true and we keep doing that and i don't think that we're going to just magically I, get like so much better at our jobs that that's infinite happening. benefits is known as zenefits yeah Jehuzdu, he says, hey, next time you have a bookmobile, can you put in the ability to buy things with meat from Hanks? That would be nice for people in run. Yeah, we did eventually do that. Oh, that wasn't, um, that wasn't at the It the wasn't launch. there at launch, no. Um, and then that, that, you know, is something that, like, because this was such a seat of the pants thing, like, we decided on Monday that to do it, this was going to be a thing at all, and then, yeah, uh, and that's also why there's no used copy of the skill book. That was just an oversight. I think CD Moyer just forgot that we did those with limited time skill books. So to, in my mind, that means that this is fundamentally not a limited time thing, right? So that means we just have to bring it back. We could if we wanted to. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yendi writes, Hi, guys. I took off about six months because life happened, and I've jumped right back into hardcore uh, nuclear autumn, which is awesome, but crazy hard, or maybe awesome because it's crazy hard. In the meantime, six months of subscriptions have piled up. Once I'm back to softcore for Crimbo season, which of the post-witch chess items is the coolest one that I should play with first? Ooh. Jeez, I don't know. Mm. If you if you want to just, like, play a fun game, you can play the Where's a Murderer game in the yep. detective badge thing. Yep. Um, Source Terminal's got a bunch of yeah. yeah Source Terminal's yeah. got a bunch stuff of hidden stuff on. in it, a bunch of different stuff to do. Um, what were the ones that I did? I feel like they were kind of boring. Mine were the worst <laughs> of the last few months. Uh, man, I'm trying to remember what everybody did. I did the Floundry. Yeah. And then. Uh, what was the other one? I've done two. Uh, it was real late. September? It was September's, right? Or was that, was the September's the detective thing? No, that was Riffs, so that was three months ago. August? Wow, how do we not remember what happened in August? I don't know, I could just look it up. But I'd rather think of it. Riff, what happened in August? Remind us. Nothing ever happens in August. Riff, what was my item of the month? My last one. Wasn't a familiar. Was it was it gear? Was it Yes, it was the Ghostbusting Proton Pack. Yes. Ah, right. Right. And that one's that one's fed, okay. fed into nuclear autumn. Yeah. That one's that that one's okay. You can play with that too. I think you even get it in hardcore. I think that was September. Wasn't that September? No, maybe it was August. Fuck. No, I think it was September. Has, has the Challenge Path only been around for a, a month at this point? Did it come out mid... What's six months after February? Uh, August. Yeah, it came out mid-August. Okay, so it's been two months. Okay. Man. What a bad, what a bad bunch of audio that was that we just recorded. Yep. <laughs> Pat Heron says, can you talk a little bit more about the Mr. A economy and maybe do a little history for those of us that haven't been around since the beginning? Yeah, sure. Um, this is a story that I keep having to tell. Uh, 
So in the beginning, uh, KOL was uh, just very much a hobby project for just me, and it, when I released it and it started to get a little bit of popularity, I noticed that the hosting bill was more than I wanted to pay out of pocket. It was like 70 bucks the, the first month that I that it was more than just the baseline. And so I put up a link on the front page that was like, hey, uh, does anybody mind donating to help out with server costs? Because this is costing me more than I thought. And then just like a bunch of people did. And that was nice of them. And then uh, they said, hey, what if you gave us something, I think it was like Accordion Thief, like player number 42, one of the people that started playing like the first day, uh, was like, hey, what if you give people something in exchange for donating? And for a while I was saying that I would send people a signed certificate of participation in the mail if they donated more than $20, and only a handful of people did, and I never sent any of them. Oh, wow. Um, That's so sad. I know, I know. It was such a dumb idea. Yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, so I, I got rid of that. But anyway, I, it's possible so, that those people uh, came to con and got one. That's also true. Yeah, um, the the reason that you get a Mister Accessory for ten dollars is because I, when he when he said, "Hey, what if you gave us an item for donating ten dollars?" I'm like, uh, "Okay, like what?" And he was like, "How about Mister Accessory?" Because that was an item that at that time I had made to test the accessory slot. Uh, which I just added as an equipment slot, and the only way that you could have one is like either by being me or by finding some arbitrary item creation bug, and so they were like a weird sought-after thing that only a few people had. Item 13 um, and stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. And so somebody was like, you know, he said, how about a Mr. Accessory? I'm like, oh, okay, so now when you donate $10, you get a Mr. Accessory, and then at like a year in... Somebody was like, hey, what if you gave us the ability to spend these Mr. Accessories on something uh, so that there would be an incentive to donate more than $30? And I said, oh, okay. So then we did a Mr. Store. Uh, I say we. It might have actually still just been me at that point. I, thought I think that might have been the... Scully, I thought Scully well, came up with the idea for the story. He was writing, but I, I don't know that I don't know that anybody was getting paid. Like I don't I think that the company was still just me. Okay. Scully had been writing since just a few months in um, to the to the game's existence. But then Mr. Store opened, suddenly donation revenue increased like tenfold, and I bought a pool table and then hired the a lot of the people who still work. <laughs> for us. Um, anyway, that's the history of KOL's revenue model. It was an accident, and uh, we've been very fortunate to continue to have this weird job for so long. And is everything okay? Uh, Riff is wondering about if our audio has suddenly changed. Hmm. Yeah, you guys are super echoey. Like, I hear everything three times in a row. Do you? Do you? Do you? And I can I can also sort of very <laughs> really yeah I think it might just be the phone call. Well, I hope it's not terrible. Anyway, we should stop doing this and record a video games hot dog because God knows we need some practice. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Sorry uh, for everything that's so horrible. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have have a spoopy week. Thanks See for clothing. Bye. Yay.